Welcome to the Flicky Podcast, where even good films get bad reviews. I am your host, Chris. I am the cast of thousands, and I am joined by the star of the Flicky Podcast. He is the Daniel Craig of the show, Mr. John. How are we doing? I'm good, dude. Long day work today, so it was a long... Didn't sleep much last night. Ooh. I was actually... Uh, in fact, I started reading uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, how do you feel about yeah. that? Yeah, uh, I like it. It's a fun. It's a fun book. How's his uh, prose? Not bad. Um, I notice he. Uh, I won't call it. I want to. I want to say amateurish, but like, yeah, who am I to say that? But yeah. um, he just. Uh, there's some superfluous prose in there, like uh, he, uh, like. He, when there there'll be which is ironic because he's so good with dialogue and the dialogue's very good and yeah it, uh, it's classic Tarantino stuff but like he'll say he said and then he added and then he instead of just like too the, many pronouns pal yeah it was just too many like um, said like verbs just to indicate speech when they're in a conversation oh, just so go back and forth on the dialogue kind of thing and is it was does he also like use a lot of adverbs like ly not too much no? i i okay. pay attention to that too not too much he yeah. actually he's good with that he's good because with... he's a screenwriter and you get yeah. told not to do that right exactly um so he doesn't he definitely doesn't do that hacky shit um but uh but yeah it's not bad and you that's the kind of stuff you get used to mm-hmm. i will say he uh he does uh, indulge a little too much. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino in, indulges? Yeah, right. Uh, indulge a little too much in um, describing the beauty and Oh, you know why that is. Sexiness. Because he can't do that in a screenplay. 15-year-old girls. Oh, okay. We're going to go there. Okay. You know what I mean? Who are... Uh, yes, uh, the, ones, the one who wants to fuck uh, Brad Pitt. Yes. Well, not just her, but like they're one others. of the Manson family girls who's 15 and like fucks all <laughs> these other guys and like... Um, if you ask Tarantino, you'd probably say, well, that's the sign of the times that that's what they did. And so the prose is a reflection of that, but I'm just going like, yeah, I just kind of think you're a pervert. Hashtag, Um, hashtag justice for Roman Polanski. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's the guy that said, uh, you know, the girl that wasn't raped because the girl was asking for it when she was 13. So, uh, that's a stark reminder that, um, (laughs) yeah, this guy is, uh, he's got his, uh, perversions and he's not a person to look up to so uh i just try to blast through that um i will say um <laughs> that's Cliff, a funny choice of words blasting yeah that's true there's no pun intended there trust me i'm not uh i'm gonna pound through this yeah it's like tarantino's uh ideas are seeping into my brain um but cliff is a more i actually cliff is a more interesting character in the book okay uh rich so far so far this. so far uh dalton's dalton mm-hmm. um it's fun. You actually do find out uh, if he really whether mur- if he murdered Cliff actually killed his wife or not. Yeah. Um, I won't spoil it. Okay. Uh, I can after the podcast if you'd like, but uh, I, have I almost it. don't want to do I it. I have the audio book. Oh, okay. Because uh, I have Audible. That's so kind they- of ironic. You can listen to the audio book of the novelization of the... Uh- Correct. And it's uh, <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee uh, reads it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so he probably hired her. He wanted her oh, to do absolutely. it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know, Funny. I bought it for you. And I was just like, I always I always get the credit. So I get a, mon- a credit, uh, monthly credit. Oh, God. Me. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I, was I like, had Audible for a bit. I was like, fuck it. I'll just use it for this. I'm not going to buy the book. I'll just okay. listen to it when I'm at work or some shit. So. No, you'd enjoy reading it. I also started reading. I read his uh, essay on in Cinema Speculation on Taxi Driver. Okay. And I read his essay on the uh, basically the 70s directors, the, the, the departments that they came around in the sh- after Hopper and them, okay. uh, and uh, those are uh, those are not, uh, good too. You and you and it's really Tarantino's voice, so you could tell it's really his opinions. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a fun book. I like it so far. I, I mean, I I've been reading it the last two nights, and I'm like over a hundred pages through. So I've been that's good. It's it's an easy read. I started. I reading, recommend it. I started reading Cormac McCarthy's uh, book, The Passenger. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't read Stella Maris because <coughs> they say start with the passenger. Okay. So um uh it's uh it's Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> uh so miserable yeah of course uh violent in some yeah. res- very violent in some respects um psychotic of course yeah yeah, yeah. uh everything i want in yeah. a cormac mccarthy book <laughs> insane southern incestuous uh you know yeah it's it's, it's nutty and psychopath everyone and... is uh it's remember when we were talking about uh we were talking about the lucy oval movie uh how how everyone talks like sorkin yeah, it's yeah. almost like the same thing with Cormac McCarthy. Though, like everyone's a fucking 
brilliant nut job in his books. Right. <laughs> but I like it. You yeah, know? yeah. It's a it's a good it's an entertaining no, book. I'll I'll lend it to you when I'm finished with them. Right. It's it's fun. Awesome. You know, it's good. Um his his style is his style. So that yeah. really hasn't changed. He's he's I would say he's better so far that I've read. He actually has gotten better because he's not very descriptive flowery writer, as you know. No, no. But people who are listening to this might not know that. Uh, but he is actually very descriptive in some uh, respects. In this yeah. Book. So I, it's yeah, a little he, it's a little different, but it's still him. It's him. Uh, yeah. You, he, he always cha- he challenges himself with every book he writes. You can yeah. tell with that. I mean, like. No Dude, country knows, for old men. He knows no. quantum physics now. He's 89 years old. Yeah, He's writing about fucking Well, apparently, crazy shit. I read once that he actually came from a... Because um, Wikipedia is not much about him besides his life and growing up yeah, in Tennessee. Yeah, he's from the Northeast. And, but, like, apparently he comes from a family of engineers. He comes from a very scientifically minded family, okay. and he's always been interested in science, and he's always been interested in, like, a, he's always been extremely eclectic. Yeah, so he... Since he was a kid. So, he, for these novels, he's lived in New Mexico for, like, the last 10 years. Yeah, and Santa Fe, the Santa Fe yeah. Institu- Institute is where he hangs out all the time. <laughs> yeah, so he could write specifically for this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, no, no. He's been living in Santa no, Fe for I know, over 20 but, like, years He's now. been using shit like this. He's been, oh, yeah. He's been working on this novel for a long time, supposedly. Right, but and, I you, you're saying he moved to Santa Fe for this. No, novel. I think I think I wouldn't, he I think would do something like that based on his biography. To be fair, but um, no, I, but I think he chose certain locations to help him with research for what he. So he knows what the fuck he's talking oh, about. Oh yeah, I have no it. doubt. Okay, the man's a nut job. Oh, he's crazy. Like he <laughs> he's been married a bunch of times, and like he like refused <laughs> to work. Like he like would tell it. He told his first or second wife like. Yeah, go be a teacher, make money so I can write. Like, he just refused yeah. to work at a certain point because he's like, I'm just going to write. I'm going to live in a one-room shack, and I'm going to write, and that's just what I'm going to do. And they're going to uh, give me the Guggenheim. And I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. And he said, he's like, yeah. he's like, anytime I needed money, something would come around. He's like, people apply. He didn't apply for the Guggenheim. People applied for him, for him on his behalf, that's and crazy. he just found out. Oh, I won the Guggenheim. Oh, Here's $500,000. Yeah, oh, okay, I'm good. All right, I'm good for a few years. I mean, he like he he was living like in time a shanty, to write probably time until, to write Blood Meridian. Yeah, exactly. Because I think he got in eighty one, and Blood Meridian didn't come out until eighty four. I think so. Yeah, I think that's when he started Blood Meridian. Yeah. Right? It was after the Guggenheim. Give me the Guggenheim, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that guy's just a, he's an absolute genius. Yeah, uh, I mean, and his in terms of challenging his style, I mean, Blood Meridian, No Country, the Ro- oh, those are the three I've read. Um, completely different styles of writing, even though the content is you know very similar, uh, very similar yeah. for sure. Um, wrote a little different, uh, post-apocalyptic, but you know, thematically, we're talking about a lot of the same stuff. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. The darkness of human nature, you know what I mean? Uh, the absence of God. Yeah, right. Really? Exactly. Um, what else is there? Uh, before we go into the movie, I actually, uh, I've, I'm almost done with a couple of things I'm writing because I went through a period of writer's block uh-huh. because I couldn't. I have, I have four scripts that I've been writing on. But I kind of just stopped writing all four because I couldn't figure out something in one of them. So naturally, because uh-huh. I'm a piece of shit, I just said, I don't want to write anything right now because yeah, I yeah. can't figure this one thing out. A little so burn I don't write out. anything. Yeah. And I figured it out. So I've just been writing like uh, a little bit. And I'm, nice. I'm actually almost done with two of the four. But like once I figured it out, how this can realistically, how these two people can meet without it being hokey. And it took me a long time, trust me. I was like, okay, good. I nice. used to think about it at work. Yeah, like, it I would drive me too. nuts. I do that too. I'd be working, and I'm like, how, 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 and then it just fucking came to me, and I'm like, yes, now I can start writing right. again. And that's, right. so now I'm almost done. But that that's with me. What about you? Good. I, I you know, uh, been writing too, working on the comic. I, I've been a little burnt out the last couple of weeks. I try to write, I write a, something of it every day. Yeah. If even just an outline of the next scene. Yeah. Um, but a, a lot of the same stuff, you know, it's very dialogue heavy. So, and I have to weave information exposition in here because it's a lot of technical language and it can just, um, uh, uh, I try to find a way to make it compelling and entertaining and not just expository. Yeah. Um, which is harder really than people think. Yeah. It's no, it's tough. It's and hard. I appreciate what, like even in, uh, books and movies and uh, just uh, any artistic medium now, I, I appreciate when uh, uh, exposition hits me and I almost don't realize it till after. Yeah. Like, oh, that was exposition. Oh, that was a good, that, that's a great, that's how you get exposition. And I get yeah. ideas from that too. So yeah. I'm always actually consciously trying to pay attention to that. It's good. 
Yeah, um, that doesn't happen in uh, uh, Knives Out. I'll say that much. Right. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. So before Good we segue. go, before, uh, yeah, before we segue really into it, I just, I would like to make a comment before we, I was at work, <sighs> a, a guy named Tony asked me, what do I do? I told him about this podcast and I told him what we were doing next. And I said, okay. we're doing the Knives Out sequel. And he's like, oh, well, what's that? I'm like, uh, it's called Glass Onion. It's on Netflix. He's like, and he, what do you think he said after that? Oh, that's the movie such and such is in. Who do you think he said? Uh... Dave Batista. Dave Batista. He said, "Is that the movie with <laughs> Batista in it?" And I and I looked at it. and I'm like, "Batista's made it." Yeah. Well, not the movie that James Bond is in. No, not the movie no. that Daniel Craig's in. The movie that's the movie with Dave Batista, right? Yes, man, it yeah. is. Well, it, I, I mean, it's funny if you think about it. As of now, Batista is the most famous person in that film, basically, right? I Who's would more famous, Janelle. Nah, no, Janelle, no, not Janelle Monet. She's not, she's, it's a different kind of famous. She's yeah. a different kind well, of famous. Well, uh, yeah, Daniel Craig has to be. He's, yes. World out famous, of all, it has to be Daniel Craig. You are right. It's still Daniel Craig. Definitely Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig. But like out of the, uh, like I said, the cast of thousands, the most famous right now, I would say is definitely Dave Batista. Yeah. He's fucking Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. He's in big time movies all the time. Yeah. Especially if you go now younger and younger to the kids, there there are going to be plenty of kids who don't really know who Daniel Craig is, yeah, and who know Batista is because of Guardians of the Galaxy alone. Yep, yep. it's it, it was. I'm like, this man's made it. Yeah, he did the right thing. Good for him. Yeah, honestly, good for his plan worked. I'm going to work with good directors, uh, good writers. I want to be in good stuff. Yeah, it's worked. Did. It worked for him. He didn't go for the cheap money. He, nope. He was. He waited and he bided his time and he got lucky and. Uh, yeah, he picked he yep. he went with the right project. Well, before so let's just go into it. Let's start off with Batista then, because he's one of the main characters. Even though it was something surprising, I don't want to ruin the movie for people who haven't seen it. Uh, oh, I think we're gonna have to. You think so? Yeah, I think we got to talk about this film. So just okay. Uh, I was surprised he died. I will say that much. I was too. I was shocked that he died. I was uh, I wasn't anticipating it uh, when it happened. Uh, we'll go. Then we'll go into it. We'll just go from the beginning. Then, uh, what did you think of Glass Onion? I watched a Knives it. Out sequel. Knives Out the sequel. Uh, I finished it. I was. I didn't know how I felt, and then I'm like, I didn't really think I liked it. And then as time went on, and I thought back more and more, I liked it less and less. Okay. Um, I don't really like the film. I think it's contrived. Nowhere near as good as the first one. Not even close. And I think they, I'll give Ryan Johnson, who's the writer and director, I think he knew he couldn't hit a grand slam twice in a row. Yeah. So he went for an over-the-top story and a kind of cartoonish story, let's let's be honest. Yeah, it's 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 leaning into farcical for sure. I think it's done on purpose because I don't think it's hard to do. It, I give the credit so much to people like Agatha Christie and these mystery writers who can come up with these stories and make them good because uh, it's very difficult. I will never even ever attempt it because I don't think I yeah. can do it. Uh, so even the fact that Ryan Johnson could do Knives Out 1 is incredibly impressive because that movie is fantastic. Yeah, no, opinion. it's great. Everything about it is so tight. tight. Yeah. All the characters are good. It should have been nominated for a shit ton of Oscars. It was. It's a great movie. Uh, and I feel like it, he probably somewhere deep down inside is like, I can't do that right away again. Maybe I could do that in a few years, but he was asked to do this pretty yeah. quick, and I don't so think he could do it. This is exactly what I I got from it is he kind of forced the issue. It almost felt like um, – I don't want to say a cash grab because I do think this was still a labor of love. Mm -hmm. But he wanted to make another Knives Out movie. He got the green light and he's like, yeah. okay, now I got to figure out a story with this character. Yeah. And this is what he came up with. And you can see that because it's just, it's like self-consciously tight in terms of the mystery, but I feel so contrived and false in so many ways yeah. that it just to me didn't work. So even in terms of the farcical, the, the farceness of it, um, it comes off pretty quickly with the uh, even when they introduce oh the tim burton beginning uh with the box no that i didn't mind that was kind of interesting it went on too long it was too long way too long 
Uh, and it was just that was just in terms of exposition. It's sort yeah. of an excuse to introduce all the characters that are involved, yeah. which is fine. But, but like, we don't really banter, get to know them. Fo- we don't know who they are. They're just so, people. So they're just doing this banter between characters who like, like if we knew them, we could enjoy it more. But we don't yeah. know who they are. So yeah. like, uh, I'm not really enjoying this because I don't know who you are yet. Um, but even when they introduce Daniel Craig, first off. It's ironic because the first Knives Out is about like class yes. and elitism, and yes. in this one he kind of turns the detective. What, what's Craig's? What's the detective's name? Benoit Blanc. Yeah, Blanc into like this kind of rich elitist, hotshot celebrity detective. Like he's on a Zoom call with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Angela and, Lansbury. And Angela Lansbury. Yeah, and so I'm like. What is this? Did he is he world famous now? Which well, he, he was just, always famous. That's why well, he was hired in the first Knives Out. Yeah, they, they had knew the New Yorker who he was profile. right. Well, you would but, think maybe after that case, he becomes even bigger now. Maybe it becomes yes, but like he's just like a kind of PI to the stars kind of thing. They make it seem. I mean, he's got a butler, and he wears a fucking. But that's not about Hugh Grant. He's like his. Doesn't he? Isn't he like his partner? Or I something? took that as his partner. Okay. Uh, Which was I, honestly, when I saw Hugh Grant, I I love Hugh Grant, as you know. So <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yes, fucking. I'm like uh, fucking Hugh Grant. Yeah, give it is, to me. He's actually a very underrated actor, though. I like very know, underrated. I was like, actor. I want more Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're setting up for Knives Out Three, uh, b- which I still want to see. Bring I still want to see. To be fair, but even that, and like then the farcicalness of like. LeBlanc commenting on the nature of his own character like he's depressed and he's like I need a great case and it's like okay I feel like a Ferrari engine with a load of gas and I'm just parked yeah exactly so it's like oh yeah I get it like that is such self-conscious exposition and like it's it's like a little tongue-in-cheek I get that yeah but um but yeah already I'm this was like I'm like this is a little red flaggish like I said this is like this is almost like Austin Powers doing Knives Out. A little bit, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. That's what it felt like. Yeah. That's what this movie felt like. Yeah. Um, so, like, even when we... Even the way uh, they... We all find out how these people all know each other. Which is bizarre. It doesn't make sense. No. So, like, even... Bo- and, like... So, you have Edward Norton, who's, like, this Elon Musk-esque portrayed as... That's how it I turns I took Elon, him as Musk, Elon Musk, as Zuckerberg. Genius. Yeah. yeah, Zuckerberg, whatever. Tech genius, yep. basically. Um, then you have a politician, yep. uh, a red pill manosphere video game influencer <laughs> yeah. in Batista. Yeah. You have a chemist of, and he's the head chemist of a billion dollar company that this Elon Musk guy th- runs. Alpha. Uh, yep. You have a fashion icon like a fashion designer yeah or model whatever she it's kind of kate hudson's kind of vague who's kate hudson who's just kate hudson um then you who else am i missing um kate hudson's uh helper yeah but like of the main people uh janelle monae and then janelle monae who's the outcast we find out later started the company that they all started at so and then and you have that so like these people are it's completely eclectic group of people Completely from different walks of life, yeah. different industries, seem totally unrelated. So then you have because they are unrelated. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, and they acknowledge this in the film. Yeah. So Blanco's, how did you guys all find each other? He literally yeah. says, "How do, like you guys are all such different places? How did you come to know each other? Oh, they were just friends in a bar. Yeah. So they were all in a bar, and mm-hmm. you have an aspiring politician." A dumb meathead <laughs> social media influencer, yep. uh, aspiring fashion designer, a genius computer well, programmer, she was a washed out model at that point, and a mo- why is a washed whatever. out model hanging out with a substitute teacher? Yeah, uh, and then you have Janelle Monae, who's a genius computer programmer, and uh, Norton is uh, a dork, a loser, like a I barista, would, uh, you know, I, well, a bullshit artist. But, uh, but he's a yeah, con, he's a, a salesman. Con yeah, yeah. But like he's got the long hair and the vest, and I'm oh so corny. So like, and Batista's I, wig on top of him. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> and then you have this guy is uh the, the black guy is just uh uh Aaron Burr is uh Leslie Odom. Yeah, Leslie Odom. I know, always be fun. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, but uh, you never know. People might. No, no, I know. Uh, Leslie Odom, who uh 
I don't. I didn't even like in this movie. I didn't think he did. He was. I don't think he was. Good. What is he? What are these people? Yeah, but like, how did these people all are in industries and personalities completely different circles? So already, this is completely contrived. Yeah. Already, it's just like we have to fit these people in a room together, even though they all come from all walks of life. Which is the point? Yeah. How did they all come together? Oh, they were just friends. Oh, okay. They all met randomly. Yeah. At, at a bars. random bar at in bar, where? Yeah. New York? I don't even know. Did they they don't even say. talk about. Uh, oh. it, it, it could have been Seattle. So like, I, and so I'm. Main I'm Street, already, USA. And I'm like, this is just a writer forcing these people together and making them all different. These people would never interact with each other. No. They would never be friends. No. Uh, like Janelle Monet would never be hanging out with them. She'd be working for a Fortune 500 company or yes. starting her own tech startup. Yeah. Um, if this guy was a genius chemist, which he has to be to be working of to be the head chemist of Norton's company of yeah. a, a company so large. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't be a substitute some, teacher. He's a substitute teacher. No. What is that? No. He'd be working for fucking uh, Dupont or something. Exactly. So I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, so again, you have this contrived, but you have an ex you need an excuse to band all these people together so you can have a mystery about the fucking, uh, well, the mystery, the whole thing about the scam yeah. with the company, and it's you know it's and again another contrived piece of evidence. If you have a single piece of evidence that everything hinges on yeah. the linchpin upon which the entire house of cards come crumbling down, yeah. and it's this little drawing that Janelle Monae made that started the whole company. We don't know what it is. The we smoking don't know what napkin it means yeah the smoking napkin exactly, um, and it's just it's so. Yeah, not only that, that's not even an original idea. That came from Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines was written on a napkin. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's fine that they. It's did just that. like the whole thing is just like I'm just like ah oh, man. I'm sure there's other stories have been oh, things yeah. written on napkins. You yeah, know what no, I mean? Yeah. All Little equations and shit like that that started that was the seed of a company that that it fucking like an like anything like that on a napkin is gonna create a company. But um, so already it's so self consciously tight. Like, I need a nucleus upon which to build this mystery. Mm -hmm. And he kind of reverse engineered it and just kind of clicked these pieces together that don't really fit to make yeah. one little tight story. Yeah, well, and, and we I also wanted, needed, we needed our villain to have his hand in the cookie jar, in every, in every cookie jar, because yes. that's how rich people are. So we needed an excuse for him to have a connection to all these people to own them in some way. Yes, exactly. So we reverse engineer that. This is what I want. So Johnson wants his cake and wants has wants to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. Where I want these people to be come from completely different walks of life. Yeah. I want them to be eclectic. I want them to be seemingly unrelated to each other. How do I get them together? Eh, they just met all at a bar. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. And we're just supposed to swallow that. So already I, this just reeks of bullshit. I don't know about you, already, John, but just, I don't I don't meet regular uh, washed out models when I go out to the bar. Nope. Nope. I don't meet genius computer programmers. No. I don't meet brilliant chemists. Listen, I don't meet future senators. The the day the day I meet Janelle Monet at a bar. Yeah. Pinch me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's also a genius. Like what is she, some yeah. MIT scientist probably? Like from and what she's down on her luck yeah. because she couldn't get a uh, interview at Google. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> And she and she's hanging out with the, the guy who's who's playing uh, acoustic nights at the at the coffee shop down yeah. the street, and they become best friends. Yeah. And he steals the company out from under her. I, yeah, because they all testified that the napkin was written by him. I mean, is that how it would work legally? I mean, yeah. she they they imply that she got paid out, but um, you know they would have had shareholders, right? I mean, you know. Also, he can't be that dumb because they they make a very big point that he's dumb. Yeah, so that's can't be almost, that dumb if he stole it from her. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. So can't they, be that dumb if he had lawyers write up some shit to steal the company away from her, and she didn't fucking notice it. Right. So he's pretty clever. He's at the very least resourceful. But that's like its own reveal, right? It's like this this uh, kind of funny reveal at the end is like Blanc has this whole realization: like you are an idiot. Yeah. You are dumb. The well, I noticed that. I yes, I noticed that when I was watching. I'm like, he's using words completely wrong yes, here. Yes, I or noticed just that saying, too. Like that doesn't even make sense. When he was like, when he said what refraction, I'm the like, infraction that's, point. Yeah, I was and like, I'm what like the inflection fuck? point. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I actually took it 
I was like, are they saying words that I just don't know? Like, like some business shit that I don't know. I took it as him like consciously playing on words in his own way because he's a weirdo, oh, or he's yeah. fucking with Blanc. Yeah. I took it one or the other. Yeah. So I took it like, oh, this guy is just self-consciously using these words in the way in which he wants. Yeah. Because he's coming up with like his own kind of. He's got, he's terms. got that. He's got that BDE. Yeah. What's that? Big dick energy. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just found it, the whole thing just contrived and i know uh you know i read after you know the, the big criticism was the misdirection when we find out janelle Monet is actually dead and mm -hmm. it's her sister taking over mm -hmm. i actually kind of like that but at least for me when the misdirect happened um i was kind of i wasn't sure what to believe anymore yeah so like even when she died and they were all surrounding him I was like, I was watching routine and I actually said, I was, she was like, what do you think happened? I actually had a theory that they're all fucking with him. Okay. Like all of them are just these rich assholes that are playing a trick to see if the uh, hotshot celebrity detective will figure it out for their own amusement. I turned out to be wrong. Yeah. Obviously, extremely wrong. But point being that like, uh, at least for me, when that misdirect happened and then it flashes back and she's talking to him, I don't even believe necessarily believe her i'm like is she putting on an act yeah is she fucking with him are they all undercutting him in some way for some bigger grand scheme so here's what i so thought. already you lost my trust and i'm not i'm kind of i'm following the movie but i'm not as engaged with the characters because yeah. i'm like i don't know whether to trust you or not and i don't think that was the point yeah so i think technically speaking when it comes to the editing of this film um like uh, just like how it's actually edited. It's very well edited. However, yeah. the Correct. placement of things of that happen in this movie, it's terribly edited in the same respect. And I'll say, uh, I'll say this way that f the flashbacks, uh, take over a half of the movie. It's way, There's it's so too much. Flashbacks. What should, it should never, we should have gone into this movie knowing Andy is dead. That's her, that's her, tw that's her twin sister. Yeah, None I agree. Of this, I absolutely agree. Everything that happened after after Andy's twin sister gets shot, and then we go into the huge flashback, that should have been all. This should have been shown as it was happening. At like, it's just too. It was too many reveals upon too many reveals upon too many reveals. It takes too long. It doesn't become a misdirection at that point. Anymore. This, it was a misdirection for misdirection's sake, and that's the thing. It's like I just want to trick my audience exactly. in, a, in a way to entertain them i don't think undermine them yeah he's like isn't this fun yes like now i'm i'm taking like it's like a roller coaster i'm taking you on a ride yeah uh but, but I, I, it it really i think but the ride would have worked movie. better if you just if you just went with it at the beginning like he like trust it's almost like he didn't trust his story enough yeah to let it sit on its own so i have to have a sharp turn at albuquerque which yeah you know what i mean yep. in order to Make that sure thing. that I drive the fun home. What should have happened? That I give the, my audience a fun, entertaining uh, mystery yes. experience. Yes, we should have gotten. Um, we should have gotten everything after the hour. We should have gotten really in the beginning of the movie. It should have opened with the box to all those people. I get that. Yeah. Then they show Janelle, Janelle Monet when you see her and she fucks up the box. They should have cut right to fucking Benoit Blanc talking to her not not right you know i mean you see hugh grant and all that shit. You yeah have the there could scene. have been sets but setups uh, all yeah. that shit should have been seen in the first 15 minutes rather than an hour and 20 minutes in right that's my opinion i could be wrong i'm i know i'm again armand whiting it a little bit but it, we're talking it's about editing and it's a, a very significant part of the movie and it ruins the flow of the movie it really yeah. does it drags it down it makes it too long um it's some of the reveals from other people are just not that interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, the um, sweatshop thing with the fashion with Kate Hudson, I don't really care. It, it doesn't really. How much more anything. exciting would it have been is as we were seeing Benoit Blanc talking to these people, you're cross cutting with Janelle Monet going around trying to snoop on them. Right. The tension would have been so much yeah. better. Rather than we know. Yeah, you're actually right. That's actually a great point. You so actually, much better. Because like, it's like, it becomes like Hitchcocky and like, oh, is she going to get caught? Are they going to figure out? Exactly. Like even when. Instead, we're seeing stuff we already saw before. Now we just see jo Janelle right. Monet with him and then she'll go away and then she'll be with him again. It's not as interesting. Even the politician, 
woman when she says, uh, you know, there's something different about her. Yeah. I don't get, and like, that would have been so much more loaded for the audience if we knew that yes. wasn't actually her. Exactly. Because then it's like, oh shit, are they on to her? Yeah. Like, are they going to find her out? That should be, that could have been part of the suspense. I agree. But that the movie's not as long. I it's agree. almost like they just needed to stretch, he needed to stretch the time, make sure, again, he gave us a long enough fulfilling experience. Yeah. And that's what makes it contrived. So he contrives an experience instead of trusting the story yeah. instead of trusting the mystery that is what uh who killed the sister which is ultimately the mystery of the whole story correct it's the the real mystery is not what we are going for it's what's why yeah. what we find out later so on in the movie double mystery yeah and an then, hour into it and again uh, uh, just to read which is another bad thing you should find out what this movie's about pretty quickly not an hour and 15 minutes into it then right. we found out what what this movie's really about yeah you know so, what, so like, I don't want to say like everything before that was pointless. No, it's just we're doubling like, back. I yeah, we're double and Aww. and also like right to your point, I would like to be on the journey with Janelle Monet even after. No, and, the whole first half of that movie, you, you're kind of on her side because you kind of have a uh, you kind yeah, of have but an as idea soon as you find out, over. but she's a bitch the entire time. So you're like, uh but we and then yeah. we find out there was a reason for it. It would have been better if we knew right away that's the reason. Because she, then we know she's the hero. Yes. She's not just one of the other suspects who happens to be the black sheep of the group. She's just a black sheep. Yes. And then even, again, to reiterate, once that misdirect happens, I'm not even on the journey with her because I personally, and maybe uh, other people experience it differently, I didn't know whether to trust her Mm -hmm. because I've already been lied to once. Yeah. So, like, is there going to be another misdirect? Is she actually a sister? Yeah. Is she lying? Is she dead? Is she pretending to be her own sister? Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. And even, like, just... And it's a thing with movies. I mean, uh, 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 a good example that fails at this spectacularly is Prometheus. Like, nobody... <laughs> what, that movie. No matter what world you kind of create, no matter what rules you set, whether it's sci-fi or mystery or fantasy... People need to act like people, like psychologically. They have to be true to their nature because this is how we can relate to them. Even if there's an android, there has to be something that we're able to relate to. We have to relate to their quote-unquote humanity or sentient psychology. Yeah. And this movie doesn't go so bad with that. But to me, even the way Ed Norton's character, like the shit he does just seems so nonchalant. And he's just like a psycho killer. Like, he's done this before. Either the way he was able... He just killed Batista yep. because he th- he kind of subtly threatened him and was like, oh, can we talk about our our channel now? Yeah. Which didn't even... Which seemed weird because they never talked about it before. And he's just... They gave hints. They didn't have a hint. He's didn't. like, remember when, I, when you almost sideswiped me or whatever? But, like, is that... That's him subtly threatening him? I mean, that wasn't even clear to me. It no. just seems like he was being a big dumb oaf, yeah. and Edward Norton was just trying to shut him up. Yeah. Even after we find out Correct. what happened, so like Norton's just willing to kill him and then kill Janelle Monae. Yes. And also, because he's Ed Norton and he's always the bad guy. Yeah. In movies. <laughs> so, and also he's a great shot. I guess he knows how to use a gun, even though he's like a nerd. Uh, but I'll just let that alone. And then, did you find it weird that at no point, at no point. <laughs> So Ed Norton knows he killed her. He's the only, he knows that yes, she's dead. He's absolutely. really the only one. Yes. Besides Batista. No, but and even then he didn't even know. Yeah, he, no, he didn't know he killed her. Batista, Batista found right. out when he gets the Google alert. So like he and, didn't know. He just saw him leaving. And that reaction didn't make sense because Batista goes, "Ha ha!" Like, oh, can we talk about? because well, he's because like he's, he's a sociopath too. Uh, I'm willing to let this skate. If you give, if you put me on yeah, Alpha Batista's News, Batista's not even surprised. He's just happy. So yeah. again, well, it's a he's, contrived, he's such a narcissist, misdirect. Yeah. But it's this, it's clearly the director saying, "Pretend like you just got really good news." Yeah. Instead of Batista being like, "Oh shit, he fucking killed her." Huh. Um, can we talk about this? Yeah. Like that's not a natural reaction. Yeah. Especially because like he was friends with her. Yeah. So, and also he's staring at Janelle Monae. Yeah. Tells her off. Yeah. Then finds out she's dead. Yeah. So what? Who's that? Who? Yeah. 
before he drinks the pineapple. Wait, what the fuck is going on? Why are they saying she's dead when she's right with us? Yeah. Do you guys see this? That's a plot hey, hole. guys. That's a plot hole. That doesn't make sense. Is she sense. faking her own death? What's going on? Is this the murder mystery? Yeah. That's what, like, uh, that's something I would say. What is this? Right. Is she actually dead? Did what you do this? this? Did you do this? I wouldn't even you? ask that. I would, I would automatically be like, dude, are you really like leaking out to people? Like she's dead. Is this part of the murder right. mystery you have? Because you, you or, have to assume this man is all powerful. Yeah. Because he exactly. is. Exactly. Or Janelle. So like, what, what's the meaning of this? Are, yeah. you, are you pretending people are dead? Can we go to Andy's Did room? Did you fake your own death? Yeah. What's going on here? So that's one. Yeah. Right. That is a plot hole. That is just a straight up plot hole. The yeah. reaction well, we needed, doesn't make sense. We needed him to give his veil, not veiled threat, but just be like, listen, I'll blow this fucking thing up if you don't give me the show I want. And, yeah. uh, and then that gives him the reason that he has to kill Batista. Right. But he can't because as soon as Batista has an honest conversation, he's like, hey, um, <laughs> one, who the fuck is that? Uh, and two, did you kill her when you drove by? We can't have that conversation because it's completely blown then yeah. that Edward, someone's trying to kill Edward Norton. Yeah. Well, that's what the other misdirect. Because what they tried to do is they originally, for audiences who don't know, they originally cast Edward Norton with everyone thinking Edward Norton's going to be the bad guy in this. That's of what course. I thought. That's, That's definitely what, thought. what you thought. Of course. Because even, even when Edward Norton is a good guy, he's a kind of an asshole. Yes. So, like, automatically going in. And then I felt like when I was watching, I'm like, oh, they actually did a clever thing here where they're playing off the audience's expectations that he's – probably the murderer yes so exactly. let's change it right and then they just went back to nah and norton yeah, is the villain the <laughs> oh you thought he was the killer he's not oh idiot. well once batista died i was like holy shit okay something crazy happened here and then i was trying to think did um i was originally thinking the uh kate hudson's like asian woman her the helper like poison tried to get try to kill miles but killed batista instead like i thought that was what they were right. going to try to go for something like that but then even then i started thinking that really doesn't make sense for her to do it because it would make the emotional thing would be one of the friends doing it yes exactly so like maybe because like her reactions were kind of weird also to, to be honest so it was like maybe they're just trying to throw us off that red herring and then they just said nah and no i'm bad no, guy. Just not, he just poured pineapple on a whim and Which that kills him right away so like that? allergic that it just killed him such an alpha that male. Someone who's <laughs> even if you're super allergic to peanuts, you would like you wouldn't just die like no, that, like, would not, you? Not right away. Not like it's poison, like it's no. arsenic. Yeah. So I'm like, what is going? Even after the explanation, like what? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. What? And so that's one too. Did even though, even though, even Ryan Johnson thought it was dumb because he literally writes in the dialogue. That is so dumb. So dumb. Yes. How about Bunk at least comment and be like, "You just, you got lucky. He died. Yeah. He's so allergic." <laughs> because it's not even like Norton. Like, if there was like research he did and found out his medical history was like, "Oh, he's so allergic to pineapple that it could kill him." Yeah. Like he did it on a whim. He yeah. wasn't planning to kill yeah. him. And we only had one line of dialogue when he says. Dude, dude, don't fuck, don't, 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 don't fuck don't, with pineapple. Yeah, dude. That was it. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Oh, that's the seed? Yeah. That That's the one we should have thought of? Oh, remember when I had that line before? It makes sense, audience. It yeah. makes sense. Just buy it. Yeah. So, so you remember it so much, we have to flash back to it again. Right. <laughs> so th so there's that. But also, did, I, did you not find it weird that at no point do we get any, even after everything comes out, even after the fact and Norton goes on his evil villain monologue, yes. basically giving <laughs> up everything, which is so stupid. Um, did he not at any point be absolutely dumbfounded and confused why Janelle is there when he knows he killed her? We never get his reaction to that. No. Not before, not during, not after. I guess before before and during, he's not going to do that. He's going to keep it close to the chest because, you know, that would reveal it to the audience, obviously. Yeah. But after the fact, he wouldn't be like, when I saw you, I was shocked. And then, but like pretty soon I under, I knew she had, a, Andy had a twin sister, so yeah. I figured it was you. Yeah. Like we don't get his reaction at all. No. It's just taken for granted. Yeah, I agree. That was that was um, uh, that's that, a big problem with this movie where he that's crazy. You should he. I wouldn't even want to have him say it. I would just want to. Then that's when you, that's an appropriate flashback where you see him first see her and he goes, "What the fuck? Yeah, did I or did I not kill her? It could be all kinds of things. Like, did I fuck up killing her? Yeah, exactly. It could be that's so many I things. Thought. Like, like because you didn't, you weren't there to watch her yeah, die. We, we don't see anything like that, and it's like, 
uh, that's the first thing I would think if I fucking poison somebody yeah. and they show up. It's like, oh, fuck. Now she knows. And again, Ryan Johnson, they, he waves it away, tries to wave it away mm -hmm. with one contrived line where Blanco's, hey, when he's talking in the flashback to Andy's sister yeah. and goes, when you're on the island, the only person that's going to know you're you the is killer. the killer, but he's not going to reveal himself. Yeah. Okay. But as soon as Norton admits to it all, He's not going to have a reaction. Yeah. He's not going to mention it. We're not going to get at least the payoff of Norton actually telling us what he thought or how he felt when he saw her. Yeah. Like, it's so weird to leave that out. I agree. Everything else is so fucking contrived. At least contrive that. Yeah, we. it's... I a thousand percent agree with you. It's it's strange. The whole... I didn't like the whole ending. I'll, I'll say this much. There's problems with this movie. I was still... Uh, pretty entertained by it though i won't watch I it again too. there was definitely a lot of entertaining things aspects to it that I, I that i enjoyed i wouldn't say i hate watched this uh even though we're picking it apart um no i like, didn't hate watch it i wanted to like it but the ending the ending was so bad i hate it i really didn't like the ending um like you said he goes on his monologue he burns the napkin so oh so none of it twirling mattered. mustache as you say villain yeah exactly none um, of it matter like she's like oh, i got the napkin he just pulls out a lighter yeah and i think it's supposed to be like this kind of comedic moment of like and maybe this kind of ironic again farcical uh turn he has a gun, on right? the mystery wait wait but he, at this point he still has a gun right oh great point why doesn't he just fucking shoot her in front of everybody yeah or be like, hey, give me the napkin. Yeah. I already killed He's a guy. He's got a gun. You know it. Yeah. Great point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's all. That's it's, it's a, a, automatically what I thought about. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he shot her already, so he has no qualms about shooting right. her. And also, she should know that, right? Yeah. So she should know, like, maybe don't let everybody know you found the napkin. Hey, Ben, Maybe this is. Fucking isn't... tackle him? Yeah. Or, like, maybe you don't take the victory lap till you're off the island. Yeah. And then don't let them know that you have the napkin. Again, another contrived moment. Yeah. I keep using that word, but I, I'm trying to think of another one. I mean, it's just... It, you know, you, know. you knew Mona Lisa was going to get burned. Oh, yeah. You knew that was happening, which I enjoyed. I, yeah, and which I, I like. I did find Edward Norton's face is funny when he was, like, realized it was going to go up in smoke. I thought that was pretty funny. Because it was over the top, and I But even it. the way it filmed it, like... Blanc is, you know, I forget that line he says to her, like, Maybe. he's just missing. Yeah. That's that's another problem. We'll go into after and, we talk oh, about. And Blanc movie, is but... sitting back like he knows exactly what she's going to do. No, but it seemed like the way it's filmed and with the acting. I knew it had I'm something not putting to do with this clear, on Janelle but... Monae, um, but clearly um, she, you know, clearly this is the way it was directed and, this, uh, and written. Is that did you feel like her plan from the beginning was to bur eventually burn the Mona Lisa? No. Right? Uh, it just seems like she got the idea when she started breaking all no, the shit. No, well, I thought the plan was just to... Not even... I thought the plan was always just, I'm going to use the clear, which is yeah. what his baby is. It's going to want... That's what he wants to change the world with. I'm going to blow up this whole fucking thing, no matter what. Right. And I, but even if I'm in it... the only thing that would have mattered to blow up was the Mona Lisa. And it just seems like she didn't get the idea till the very end. Yeah, I thought... I I only assumed it was just like, I'm going to blow... Every, including myself, we're all going to go up and smoke here and die. Yeah, That's how I took it. But, you know... Which uh, might have happened. Know, I mean, she took a it, large risk uh, blowing it, everybody it, up it and they all should have happened. should have happened based off the damage involved. Everyone right. should have died. Or at least be engulfed in flames for a little bit. Correct. But they didn't. They uh, it just the place fucking blew up and... Uh, they come out of it looking, uh, you know, <sighs> a little worse for wear, their a little hair, worse for wear. Their hair's a little burnt. No one's, no they're one's, no one's slipping on, on no one's slipping on the broken ice sculptors nope. as they're running towards the Mona Lisa to do that. Nope. No. Uh, she's wearing all white. It's not dirty. Nope. Uh, at least Edward Norton looked a little beat up, but yeah, you know, that's about it. He just it. looks beat up though. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> It's not Brad Pitt we're dealing with here, okay? He really looks like, pretty good though for his age. He's like oh, he fifty looks fine for something. His age. He looks good for his age, and he's in good shape. You could tell he's yeah, still in he good shape. Sure. I mean, he's Listen, not. There's a reason where he was. He wasn't Tyler Durden, okay? Well, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not handsome, handsome like that. But he's not bad looking guy. No, anymore. no, I don't think he's bad looking. I'm just saying he's he looks a little disheveled in the movie from yes. the get go. Yes, yes, okay, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I can agree with that. Um. But yeah, I just also the real ending where they 
decide to then I'm now going to turn on him and say, I just, dude, I was waiting to say that. I'm like, these people wouldn't have done it because they didn't do it before. What What, changed? What changed? Because the Mona Lisa blew up? Yeah. Not only that, you don't think a man like this can can fake this up? Can fake a forgery of the Mona Lisa and make it look real real good and put it in the Louvre? Pin it on you? Yeah. Who actually did it? Oh, yeah, your clear investment, that's gone. Why? Why is it gone? Yeah. We could, I could clean this up and make it seem like this never happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't stand it. I'm like, I'm watching. It doesn't track at all. It doesn't again, track. It's so fucking, I'm going to say the word again, contrived. None of it it's tracks. It's just the writer just forcing the conclusion and giving yeah. and giving the villain his comeuppance when it's completely unearned. It doesn't track with human psychology nope. or how these people have been behaving for two hours. Film. For two hours, they completely acted differently. And just because the Mona Lisa went up in smoke, now we're going to say, you know what? You actually are a murdering psychopath. Yeah, what? What? It's insane. It's insane. You were right, Andy's sister. It actually, we're all friends now. You want to hang out? And like I said, I didn't mind this movie, and I was entertained by it. And I, I don't want to say like. That's a very strong word. But like, I was all right with it. And but I hate that, it worse after this That discussion. ending, That ending is so egregiously bad, in my opinion. It's really just like Ryan There's Johnson. Nothing satisfying. Yeah, that. Ryan. It's just Ryan Johnson saying like, listen, I got to give rich bastard his comeuppance. Yeah. You know what? A million different ways could have been done. You know what? Blow him up with the clear with the Mona Kill Lisa him. and yeah, he's sure, dead. Sure, sure. Maybe and he hugs dead. onto the Mona Lisa. He, did, he can't let go of the clear and like he, you know. Well, yeah, we could go so many different ways. We don't want to make ways. her a killer, you know, I guess. Instead, we're going to have his his fucking uh, hangers on then turn on him afterwards after that, after never turning on him ever. Yeah. No way. You're going to throw yourself in the don't bus buy for it. a sweatshop? I don't buy it at all. After, after he burnt... The napkin and admitted to killing her sister. Yep. They're still on his side. Yep. So after she fucking And after shooting her. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> he shot her. Tempted murder. He tried to kill in her. In front of them. Yes. And so she blows up the Mona Lisa, which none of these fucking uncultured morons give a <laughs> flying shit about. <laughs> Don't, couldn't give a fuck less. No. Now? And they kept now trying to do they kept trying to do the Mona Lisa smile with Janelle Monet's like kind of like half smile thing, and I was like, "This is annoying me." Yeah, and I don't get me wrong, I love Janelle Monet, beautiful woman. So like, yeah, it's beautiful. It's very it's, 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 it's very nice. Actress. It's very nice to look at. But like, I know what you're trying to do constantly, especially with the voiceover monologue with Ed Norton saying, "What is she really thinking?" What I'm like. Please, this is so in my face on the nose. Oh, my God, dude. It, again, it's so <laughs> contrived. It's so self-conscious. Yeah. It's so forced. Like, you're just seeing the writer's work everywhere. Yeah. I'm watching r- characters on a screen being forced to do things because the screenplay says so. Yeah. That's what I'm watching. And I could feel it as I'm watching it. None of these, none of these people feel like real people. No, and also like the I just characters in a movie, and it's so obvious when I was watching. I'm like, right, Ryan, ones. Ryan Johnson was writing the screenplay during the pandemic, listening to the White Album. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> like, it's so clear. Like, I he probably had the White Album on fucking repeat, right? Well, and he's well, writing well, on well, the, like the his pandemic. Psych- his psychedelic uh, uh, mystery is that what you're saying? It's just like. The second I heard Blackbird when he was when he yeah. and and then coupled with the movie being called Glass Onion, right? Yeah, that's true. I didn't. Think you know, that. I was just like, oh boy, and I was like, Beatles fan, huh? I'm like, Glass Onion's got to play in this movie, right? And then they ended, of course, with it. Right. But but I'm like, when when are more Beatles songs being played now? Because like it's very it's like when you were you you talked about Tarantino. Tarantino writes his scripts while listening to fucking a shit ton of music all the time. So yeah. much so that he'll put some of the songs that he was listening to as he was writing into the movies. A, a famous example is that uh, Cat People song by David Bowie and Glorious Bastards. Oh, he was he was listening to it as he was writing? He Correct. He said that? Yeah. Oh, and, he, and, and he was like, he thought and it was the, very serendipitous when he said uh, a thousand years. I can stare for a thousand years because a thousand yeah, years. Uh, the Reich. Third Reich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway... But like it's so obvious that's the same thing with Johnson's like I'm just going I'm, I was <laughs> yeah I was ready for sexy Sadie yeah yeah Rocky yeah. Raccoon like I was waiting for all these songs well, to happiness pop of up gun, yeah my favorite Beatles song <laughs> love Rocky Raccoon too Rocky as he, Raccoon's one of my favorites as he's shooting her happiness yeah. is a warm gun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> makes perfect sense right oh it fits let's force it 
Yeah. No, when Edward we... Norton's going to have sex with whiskey, play, uh, why don't we do it in the road? Right. <laughs> but yeah, you're seeing, I mean, you're seeing yeah. Johnson's. Uh... And he's so much better than that. He yeah. has some pretty big misses, but he is a talented guy. So like, oh, he should know talented. better. I mean, the thing is, when he ha- it's almost like when he just, he's not, it just seems like the guy when he's under the gun. Yeah. It's just uh, not doing his best work because he's clearly yeah. he was clearly under the gun with Star Wars. Yeah, I don't think he came with this fully realized idea. He developed it with them, and I think in Star Wars he was also working backwards. Like, let's subvert the audience's expectations. Correct. I want to and let do me this. figure out how to do that instead yeah. of just starting with trying to write a compelling story. Yeah. And I think the same thing's happening here. Yeah. Looper, I think it was a fully developed idea that he had, and he knew what he wanted it to be, and he had time to created and really put, it was a labor of love yeah excellent film in my opinion yep. knives out same thing brick Ec- came out movie. out of nowhere excellent film i haven't seen brick but i've heard really good things mm-hmm. again these labors of love these basically they're artistic passion projects yeah. that he has time and he actually like you could tell he loves the story yeah uh star wars and knives out it just seems like he it, it, i feel like it's a uh director or uh an director artist higher yeah, but a little more than that. Like he wa- he wants to, he's doing it for a result. Yeah. He wants the result of I want to subvert the audience's expectations with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and with this one, I think it's uh, je- he sincerely wants to give the audience a fun, new kind of mystery experience. Also by under by uh, misdirecting them in order to. Give the, take them off the ball constantly because he doesn't want them to guess what happens. Yeah, but it's so contrived that it's essentially impossible to guess what happens because you're just throwing misdirections all over the place. Yeah, uh, the only thing we end up guessing is that Edward Norton is the bad guy because yeah. it just seems obvious, so obvious that you purposely misdirect this and then you just go Correct. right back to it. Like, yeah. oh, remember you thought he was a bad guy? Oh, he's not. Oh wait, but he is. Yeah, yeah you didn't see that coming. But it's like we we don't have yeah. the same information Blanc does like we do in Knives Out. Yeah. You actually go through Knives Out, you could see how all the pieces connect, and someone who's clever and good at understanding mysteries might have been able to ru- watch that movie and figure it out. That's usually how it's supposed to go. That's how it's supposed to go, right? Like an you should have novel. It's like playing Clue, like to an extent. You should have somewhat of an idea, or like even if it shocks you, you go back and you're like, oh, I didn't notice it, but yes, now I see. That's it. how it should be. With yeah. with uh, ghost onion like a uh, ghost onion glass onion, uh, even the pineapple thing like oh we should have noticed that he said he doesn't li- it, it, we didn't even know he was allergic it yeah. was just like he didn't like pineapple he just I, I I don't fuck with pineapple yeah again you know what I don't fuck with sushi does that mean I die if I eat sushi? right exactly you no know? I don't like raw fish yeah honestly if if like he just said followed it up saying I'm very allergic man Duke don't fuck with pi- pineapple that's oh, it'll kill me. Yeah. You know, Even just, then, just put it yeah. on the fucking nose. Dude. Yeah. Sure. Put it on the nose. Sure. But he doesn't want to do that because yeah. you know he. I want. He, I need a shot. He doesn't want death. anyone to figure it out. Yeah. But it's impossible for us to figure it out, dude. Yeah. This is all nonsense. Yeah, I agree. Um. So yeah, that's this movie. Actually, I just that's I just really the movie from going from this movie not being good to being terrible. <laughs> I have a problem. I will say one thing. Uh, this movie does not have Benoit Blanc enough in it. Yeah, that's it's, another thing. If too. it's a knives out it mystery, where is Daniel? Daniel Craig is missing for large swaths. Janelle Monae is the star. She is the. This, this is, is her, her movie. movie. This this is on, Mad dude. Max Fury Road. Yeah, is it, no, dude, this is worse. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not absolutely. really a Mad Max movie. It's a it's a Furiosa movie. But the thing is, like, you know, with everything that happened, she kind of does everything. At least in Mad she Max does? Fury Road. Like he you needed he he you needed him. Yeah. They they don't win without Max. Correct. He gets a lot of shit done. You know what I mean? It's him and Furiosa. Yeah. Uh in this, Blanc is kind of sort of being like her mentor a little bit. Yeah. He's kind of being like Obi-Wan. He's Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> He's Obi-Wan. <laughs> He's not the star. He's not the genius detective. No. Now listen here, little little girl. When you uh when I try to have you know do my thing you go around snooping yeah oh you figure oh oh let's see who could it be uh, i don't know. like he didn't need her to fit to she at the end didn't really need him to figure out that it was norton no at a certain point it becomes obvious yeah uh, once you start unpeeling the layers yeah the the the, the layers of onions yeah John. the glass onion because <laughs> it's so obvious in the center right. 
And even and I wanted it more too because honestly, I didn't even like I didn't like Edward Norton in this movie. I thought he was I thought he was all right he actually. He was fine. I think nor I don't love Norton in when he when he tries to go too like comedic. He puts it on too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kate Hudson's just Kate Hudson. Oh, I can't say Kate Batista. Hudson. So I don't I there's something about Kate Hudson that I just don't like. <laughs> yeah, and, I know what you mean. And I'm and I'm sorry. I do like her, but I know what you mean. I just she usually plays the same fucking role, the same person, even when she's in the rom coms, and like I'm she's wa- a lazy fucking actor. I'm watching she's a her, lazy actor. and I'm like. This is almost famous. Twenty years later, it's the same fucking almost character. Famous is her best performance. It's also like her first and her first, and she's never Changed. gotten close or evolved or topped it. Almost famous is her best performance, probably her best movie. I love that film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because she's done dog shit. She's done like one good film. And it's almost famous. Like that's really it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just some sort of version of that performance, just worse yeah. every year for thirty years. I get honestly, if you were going for what, and I think they were going for it, uh, mission accomplished. She did okay with with no with like yeah, she's an airhead because I know model, and isn't that funny? Yeah, uh, yeah, and know. I know going in, I'm like, okay, that's uh, it's Kate Hudson. Okay, yeah, sure, <laughs> but I just can't stand her. Yeah. And when I see her, it's like a. If I could change the channel, I would. Right, 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 right. right. Um, so I just can't. I just don't like her. She's, it's she's just, a bit insufferable. She to in me this movie anyway. She's in every movie to me. She's anti charisma. I don't like her. Um, I just. But, I, I can't you know, say just because I haven't seen a lot of movies with her because they're all so just, fucking bad. I, yeah, I can't stand her. Um, uh, listen, I, I I got a soft spot for Batista, so I I'm, I'm, I like Batista. Um, I am but again, jaded. It's well, not jaded. I am uh, clouded. Clouded. Cl- no, listen, I like Batista. It's the perform. It's the character sucks. I'm yeah, sorry. It's, it's just also lame. He's and just, not only that, he's such a cliche. Yeah, it's it, a kind of like you yeah. know exactly who he is as soon as you have the first scene, and you never learn anything more about him. He's an archetype. He's just an art. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The the red pilled censored anti woke yeah uh, juice head manosphere uh, influencer yeah, and there's no real reason why he why he even thinks this way why who cares yeah. I mean but, but it's not only that but why it's just like you said not only that gives a fuck not only not that funny. why would any of these Kate Hudson would never be a Kate a character like Kate Hudson that kind of character never would be would not be friends. Dead she would never be people. friends with him. She would never be friends with him specifically. Yes. Also. So like, would not be caught dead. It's so bizarre. You're from the fashion <laughs> world, and you're friends with this guy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Leslie Odom sucks. He's a non-character. He's not. It's needed. a non-character. He, he's just there to back up uh, 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 Andy's uh, uh, issues with. Claire. Yeah, and he's sort he's of like, there. He's just there, to and he's like it. sort of this ambiguous. Like he do, he's striding the line. He's like. The more composed, uh, measured guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be the character where, like, am I? I, I want to side with her, but I can't. Yes, exactly. I know what the right thing is. Like, almost like a yeah. sort of uh, uh, moral. He has this sort of moral center that he's struggling with. Yeah, but they, of. but they don't even really d- dive into no. that. It would have been way more interesting if we got that. Instead, we get you know get funny faces a little bit. Something. Yeah, uh, and then we have uh, Catherine Hahn, who was. They wasted her a little bit. I feel. I, she's I think she's probably she's probably the most fully realized character in the film outside of Blanc, and Blanc's only fully realized because I know him from the first one. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Um, you know, so and that's really the cast. Uh, I don't. I don't know who plays Whiskey and Pam or whatever Peg or whatever her name is. Um, the, the, the Asian girl. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know who Whiskey is. I don't know the actress's name. I'm not gonna look it up. I don't care. Um, but. You know, this movie, the, they're going to do another Knives Out movie, I believe, probably at some point, right? I hope, anyway. Dude, there was a stunt cameo by Ethan Hawke and Hugh yeah, Grant. Okay, that like, the Hugh Grant thing, fine. That I'm, I'm cool with that. I don't get the Ethan Hawke thing. I think that was just a stunt cameo. I, what was that about? I think that's another mini misdirect. I think it's what that was. Well, about, oh, it's Ethan Hawke. We're, well, we we're going to see him again, right? Oh, we don't. Well, that's what Isn't I, that funny? Well, that's well, what I said was, I'm like, Ethan Hawke. That's Hawk, my guess. I'm like, Ethan Hawke has to factor into the end of this movie, right? Because... Nope. He's you're not going to just cast Ethan Hawke just to do this. He doesn't even have a memorable line or like a thing. He's just no walking around shooting people in the tongue. Yeah. And that was it. Nope. Nothing like important for anything at all. Maybe he pla- maybe he ended up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> but know. like that's crazy. When the, 
That's crazy. That Ethan Hawke is just And also, this story is wrapped up, right? Because it's like an anthology kind of thing. So actually, what what reason would Ethan Hawke have to come? There's back? no reason. He wouldn't. He's not. Because it's it, bizarre. Uh, I wouldn't want him to continue this story. I'll say that. No. So. <clears throat> yeah. I hope they Hugh wait. Grant, a, we're a gonna years. see again. I and I hope he's like in it. Because I love Hugh Grant. I don't Grant. know why I got Butler vibes. I know he's like painting or whatever. He's got a. Yeah. Well, no, he was he was cooking. Got the cooking. Ap- he got the apron. Oh on, right, the pink apron on. Painting. He's yeah. cooking because he had a pot in his hand or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's why I thought he was a butler. So he's not a butler. Are you no, sure? that he's definitely Benoit I... Blanc's gay gay partner. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, I. That's how I took it. Oh, I didn't even that think Benoit of that. Blanc is gay. Yeah, that's how I took it. Yeah, he is wearing that. But little, it's not in your what's face. That hat called? It. What's that hat called? Hat. What? He's wearing like the little Arabian hat and the like the fez. The fez. <laughs> He's got the fez on. Yeah, he's got the fez on. He does <laughs> have the. He's got like the shrine. Uh, uh, like, you know, like I, I'm gonna. This sounds so horrible of me. Like you know those like Shriners kids. The music, like the like instead of St Jude, it's Shriners. It's like kids no, who are it. sick, but they have they wear the fez thing. Oh really? That's, that's a commercial. Yeah, Shriners Hospital. Oh uh, no, I don't know. But that. they all have like like the honeymooners fez thing. Why? I don't know. That's like their their thing. That's their, their gimmick. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. But when I was watching, I, was, I thought, I'm like, oh, Benoit Blanc is a Shriners uh, donator. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's kind of But, funny. yeah, he's he, I, they were saying he's gay without saying it because we don't need to be so on your we, – we'll be on your right. – no, we'll be in your face and on the nose about everything in this movie except for that Benoit Blanc is gay. Right. Okay. Which I thought was done well, though. I, I liked it. But – Yeah, I just like – because I'm like, oh, I want to see how Hugh Grant factors in. I want – I they need to make another one. I just got into because like they can't end on Holmes this vibe, and so I was just thinking Butler, British, rich Butler. Yeah, I think That's there's gonna be. I, I definitely think there's gonna be more. It's just we need to have it more grounded. Yeah, I mean, I don't care at this point. I it, I can't even. I don't even know because this one got amazing reviews. Yo, it's got an eighty-one on Metacritic. Eighty-one. Yeah. And it's got ninety something. That's fucking insane. That's insane. So. So what's your score since we went into the score? 35. 35? Okay. Uh, I'll actually go a little higher than you this time. That's, that's usually the opposite. It's rare. Uh, like a 42. Yeah. 43. Yeah. You know, it's... I don't think this movie has... Uh, this movie has very little merit. In it, it entertained uh, me and... It went by fast. I'm glad I kind of watched it. I will never watch this again. I will watch out Knives Out many times because I love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, you know, it... It, it passed a Friday night. Yeah. Um, Same. I think that, we watch it. We watch it on, like for dinner at night. Like maybe yeah, that, that's, I think if you're going into that. I don't regret watching it. No. If you go in saying like, oh, I'm expecting Knives Out, uh, you're going to be very disappointed. Yes. If you're going in. Not even close. Yes. If you're going in, I'm just going to have a good time. The golf is Die Hard and Die Hard 2. Yeah. But uh, it's getting there. <laughs> it's pretty, it gets there. Yeah. Because that ending it gets is dangerously the, close. The ending is so atrocious; and it's pretty bad. It's useless. Um, so that's really uh, it on uh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. <laughs> a Knives Out mystery. Because now we have to keep Knives Out in there. Yeah, it can't just be Glass Onion, no. which is what it should be. But whatever, Netflix has to, you know, do its business model. Yeah, so we sure. are, we have no respect for the intelligence of people. So they're too <laughs> stupid to realize what this is. <laughs> And maybe they're right. They probably focus group did and absolutely all the market research and uh, oh yeah, yeah, people are really stupid. They're not going to know. Okay, people are dumb. That so, you know, I used to not. And think our guy that doesn't. Uh, we we uh, made him a little uh, brighter in this film. So now Blanc wears a fez and has an <laughs> ascot. Yes, and uh, baby. Well, blue they went. And they white went with trousers. They went with the, the whole Greek aesthetic. Yeah, the Greek. Yes, um, French. More French than Greek. The third. The third Knives Out movie. Like uh, needs more Benoit Blanc, way more Benoit Blanc. Yeah, Blanc should and be he, the star. He's the star, yes. It should be. We didn't have a Miss Marple story where Miss Marple's not the star. We didn't have a Sherlock Holmes story where Sherlock Holmes is not the star. Yes. We, you know, he needs to be the star. You know, he needs to be in it a lot. You know, sometimes he doesn't have to be in every scene, but obviously, but like he needs to be the fucking star. Right. And he's not. Janelle Monet is the star of this movie. <coughs> and she might not be number one on the poster, but. It's her fucking movie. It's her movie. It's her movie. Um, so yeah, you can find us uh, on Apple, Spotify, Flicky Podcast. Uh, you can send us an email, flickypodcast at gmail.com. You can like, subscribe, give us five stars, give us a nice little comment. 
Uh, do you have any other further comments or do you want to talk about what you want to see next week or anything? You, it's your floor right now. No, I mean, I chose Knives Out for this week, so you can choose for next week. Did I thought? Did you choose? I thought I was more like I said I didn't see it, and you're like we could do that. No, I think it was my choice. I wanted to. Okay. Uh, so I don't I want to know what you thought. No, you you, you choose again. You you, could, you choose again. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Because there's so many new movies out, we could do we could do a few. So okay, it's up I'll to think you. of it. We will we'll we'll uh, make it a surprise. We'll have a surprise week because I can't think of anything right now. Okay, surprise week, guys. Be on the spot. Okay. Uh, but all right, uh, if you want to watch Knives Out, it's on Netflix, which everybody yep. has, or your friend has, or somebody has. Someone so, has. Steal that. Pay for it. Steal that Just, password. Yeah. Easiest thing in the world. <laughs> um, all right. Bye. All right. Until next week. Bye.